Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of all possible circuits. No circuits are shorter than me, I would know. Uh, your host, Short Circuit, on episode 31 of American Yammer. And today I am happy to welcome Captain Obvious joining us all the way from Memphis. So welcome, Captain Obvious. Hey man, thank you so much for having me. You are very welcome. All right, so um, just a, a quick shout out, kind of a disclaimer. Uh, T-claps to Choker, I believe it was, who who got us connected. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Despite being a Yankees fan, he's uh, he's a, he's an okay guy. <laughs> he's okay. Yeah, he's good. Call. <laughs> he's a good dude. Uh, awesome. Well, definitely T-claps to Choker for uh, for getting us connected. I'm I'm glad we were able to do this and uh, and get you on the podcast with us. So with that, uh, let's do name Arama. Name, age, F3 name. All right, Jonathan Pettis, 37, Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious, hate. Now, how long have you been a, uh, a Memphis PAX? I have uh, I started doing F3 uh, in November, around the 1st of November in uh, 2017. So not quite two years yet, but uh, getting, getting pretty close. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a November man in 2017 myself. Right, the best time to do yeah, we're coming up on the on the two year mark here, which is excellent. Now, Memphis has not been around super terribly long, so uh, are are you are you an actual Redwood for for Memphis, or have they been around much longer? No, I, I'm not a Redwood. It was pretty close though. Um, so Memphis launched in August of 2017, uh, so it had been around for for a couple of months when I started. Um, I can't remember exactly how many guys there were. Only like three AOs, I think at that point, two regulars and then one Saturday AO. So it was pretty small um, at, you know, when I joined um, and it's, it's really taken off. And in the last two years, we just had our, our two year anniversary um, uh, back in uh, August, uh, August the 16th or 17th. I can't remember which one it was, but um, it's, you know, we've got around 1100 packs now on our on our quote unquote roster. Um, of course, not all those are, are super involved, but um, it, it continues to, to grow. Um, 21 AOs every day of the week now. So um, it's uh, it's really taken off the last two last two years. It's been super cool to be a part of that and, and see that growth. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, even, even though you weren't a Redwood kind of at the initial launch there to be able to be that close to the beginning of it, and to see it grow throughout that time is definitely, I'm, I'm sure it's probably really exciting for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Now, where do you, uh, where do you typically post? We're all kind of habits of creature, uh, habits of creature. Yeah, that's great. Creatures of habit. Um, so where, where's, what's your kind of normal routine throughout the week? So I'm a typically, um, definitely a Monday, Wednesday, Friday guy. Uh, and you know, occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll work in a Tuesday or Thursday, but I'm, I'm typically a three day a week, sometimes four day a week poster. Um, and I, my, my family and I just moved actually, uh, within the city uh, of Memphis, uh, into a new neighborhood. And there's uh, a new, a, a newer AO that just started up this summer called Arcadia. 
which meets in the back of an elementary school, actually where my boys go to school. Um, and, uh, and so that's, I'm able to ride my bike to it. It's like three quarters of a mile. So I bike to it, um, uh, most, most mornings, but, um, so that's my, that's my AO of choice, but, uh, but I hop around a little bit. I did, uh, I had a, had a stint as a AOQ, uh, at, at the levee, which is one of the original Memphis AOs. Uh, so I did that for several months. And so obviously I was uh, pretty locked down there for, for that time. Um, but you know, it's always good to get out and, and see different parts of the city and work out with guys that, uh, that you don't normally work out with. Um, we interact a ton on Slack. And so a lot of times that's, you know, that's, that's my only, uh, knowledge or relationship I have with a guy until I venture outside of my neighborhood AO and, uh, and post different places. But typically I'm at, uh, I'm at Arcadia three days a week. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And definitely, I think, uh, to your point, being able to not only communicate with those guys within within your own region, but then be able to actually go and work out with them and, and diversify a little bit is definitely definitely impacting. Absolutely. All right, so let's jump into the heart of this thing. So let's go and talk about life before F3. So what was fitness? What did fitness look like for you um, leading all the way up to that first workout? Were you kind of always a sports guy or, or, or some, some type of uh, involvement there? Help me out here. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like a washed up wannabe athlete. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I played primarily baseball and, and basketball growing up uh, all the way through high school. Um, and then even, you know, even uh, once we started, my wife and I started our family, um, up until the point my boys started playing sports, uh, I was still involved in, you know, men's league softball and, and basketball. So, that was, uh, you know, sports have always been a, a big part of, of my fitness and, and, and how I like to stay active. I've run a few marathons and a few halves. I've done a few Tough Mudder events. Um, but, you know, it, it seems like most, if not all of my fitness uh, activities uh, were done in some sort of group or team setting. Um, so um, that was, you know, that was kind of the extent not the extent, but that was kind of the history of, uh, prior to F3. Uh, those were the types of things that, uh, you know, the types of avenues where I got my fitness fix. Gotcha. Okay. So it was mostly team-based, um, activities, the Tough Mudder you talked about sports and, um, it sounds like you'd done a few kind of marathon or running activities, but on the whole, um, lots of team-based stuff. Yep, absolutely. And even in, even in the, you know, the, um, marathons and in the, any race that I've done, I've always found myself like, I don't think I've ever like looking back on it. I've never participated in one of those events without, you know, a group of buddies, you know, training with and, and participating at the same time. So I've kind of always been a creature of like, man, I got to get in a, I got to get in a group of some kind to, uh, to, to, to do this thing. Gotcha. Okay. And, and that leads perfectly to our, our next point here. So let's talk about fellowship. So what was kind of the nature of your relationships? What, uh, you know, how, what, what did fellowship really look like to you um, before F3? Uh, so my wife and I moved to Memphis uh, a little over seven years ago. Um, and so the, my relationships primarily were through uh, our church family uh, and a small group that we have at our church. And I didn't really have much outside of that. Obviously, I had, you know, acquaintances at work, you know, the, the guys that, that I would coach uh, 
sports with my, my son's teams, uh, basketball and baseball, but it, it really didn't extend outside of that at all. Um, so that's definitely been something that's changed, uh, since, uh, since I started, uh, F3 started with F3. Gotcha. Okay. So you kind of, and you, you hinted to this a little bit with the, the fitness piece, right? You, so you, you had those team-based activities and the, the team-based sports or the team-based events. You have your, your small group, kind of that, that tight, um, tight ish <laughs> kind of small group based on, based on church. So you, you've got some, some form of the, the, the bonds, um, but definitely kind of, as you, as you hinted to, and as we'll talk about later, it sounds like, um, you know, those relationships maybe weren't as, as, uh, What's the what's the term that I want to use as gluish <laughs> as yeah, maybe you yeah. as maybe you would have liked? No, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, there's there there's certain things that you get with F three that you you can't get obviously by you know going to a gym or or doing some sort of you know workout routine on your own. There's a certain obviously a camaraderie that that's built when you're getting out. You know, in the while literally almost everyone in the city is asleep <laughs> and you're out doing, uh, ridiculous activities, uh, and, and, you know, in what can often be extreme, uh, conditions, uh, there, there's something you get, like the, there's just a bond that you're able to form in that moment and in that activity that you can't get anywhere else. And that really, you know, it, to your point, it, that, that becomes the glue. And that's why, you know, Dredd and OBT talked about, talk about, um, you know, the, the fellowship is the glue that, that makes F3 work. Um, and, and I, you know, that's, that's been very true to, in, in my experience. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, so we know about your fitness from, from past. We know a little bit, you know, kind of about the the fellowship piece, kind of where where you were at, the the nature of your relationships, mostly kind of small group driven, or um, we'll say circ- kind of circumstantially driven. Let's let's talk about um, the faith piece now, um, and specifically just kind of looking, uh, well, not specifically, kind of looking more broadly, right, uh, about you know what was your perspective on kind of something greater than yourself, or uh, the impact within the community, um, or even your or even your own personal faith. Yeah. So I grew up, grew up in a church, born in a church pew. <laughs> uh, I was, I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid, a PK. So, uh, you know, I've always been uh, active in a church community. So faith has been uh, a constant in my life. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, speaking and, and, you know, through the context of, uh, of religion. Um, so that's, you know, faith to me ha- has always been something, whether that's, you know, ways that you serve your community or uh, just the relationships that you have. You know, my you know personal Christian faith has been, um, you know, what's shaped uh, really every aspect of my life uh, to this point. Gotcha. OK. Uh, and definitely, I mean, I think um, having that kind of as the foundation, um, you know, and, and many guys that we've talked to as well, many guys that I've talked with as well, uh, I've clearly stated that their faith was kind of always there kind of as a platform, um, but definitely through F3 have found ways to be able to um, add what, what I'll say is substance yeah. um, to the faith, right? Well, and, and a lot of times it ends up being like your only experience. Um, your, your, your faith experience is, uh, and, and a lot of times it's only lived out in that church community or, you know, however you grow up. Um, but when you, you know, when you, uh, 
become involved in something like F3 uh, and, and you open yourself up to other perspectives, man, it, it completely, you know, gives you a new appreciation for, for a lot of different things. And that's been my experience here in Memphis, even though we're in the Bible Belt, man, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of different guys in our group that, that, you know, they don't believe the same things I believe. And it's been a really cool experience to develop relationships around the fact that we all have something that we believe that's bigger than ourselves. Um, so that's been a, a really cool element of, of, you know, F3 for me. No, that's great. That's great. Awesome. So, so that, that paints a picture now for us. So um, in your words, the, uh, the hashtag washed up athlete, uh, you know, kind of the, from the fitness side, um, the, the circumstantial friendships kind of born of the, the small group type, and then kind of having that um, kind of the born, born and bred faith perspective or the, the religious piece, if you will. Um, I, I hate to put it in those terms, um, but, the, but the faith perspective there um, definitely paints a picture now for us and kind of, of, of what your life looked like before F3. So let's talk about that first workout. So first off, who was the culprit? Who, who EH'd you? Well, so I was EH'd by a guy who had never been to F3 before. Um, he, uh, he had, uh, we were at a, uh, an elementary school. We had just had youth league basketball evaluations for like second graders. And uh, he, his, his kid was playing and my kid was playing. And so after, after that evaluation was over, he said, hey, uh, and we go to church together. He's like, hey, what are you, what are you doing tomorrow morning at 530? And, you know, obviously the answer was sleeping. Um, but I'm like, man, what? you know, what a weird question to ask, number one. Uh, but you know, what's, what do you have going on? You know, is this something I can help with? What do you want to do? So he said, well, I'm thinking about going to this workout that, um, that uh, a coworker had, had invited, invited him to. And he said, you want to go with me? And, you know, at first I was, uh, you know, like, well, I, I don't know that that's something, that's not something I really uh, have any interest in right now. <laughs> Yeah, appreciate you asking me uh, the night before, uh, but I think I'm going to pass. Uh, he's like, okay, well, if you change your mind, it's called F3 and, you know, you know, you come out, I'll be there if you want to come. So I went home and, and you know, shared a laugh with my wife about how ridiculous it would be that I would show up at 530 in the morning um, to, to work out with a bunch of the dudes I didn't know. But, you know, the more I talked about it, the more I thought about it, uh, and I, I made the mistake, if you will, of, of you know, looking, looking up the website and, and checking out the Twitter, uh, the Twitter page. And it just looked like something that was really fun. And it looked like something that, that I would enjoy because of, uh, you know, there's, there was a group of, of guys out there. Um, and so the more I thought about it that night, the more I just decided, Hey, I'm going to give it a shot. Cause I wasn't, uh, I needed to be doing something. I, I was out of shape. I injured myself uh, doing yard work, which is really embarrassing uh, because of my lack of fitness at that point in my life. Uh, and so I ended up showing up and, uh, and, and my buddy came and that was one of the only times he came. Um, but I stuck around. And so I've, I've been going strong for two years uh, since that time. But um the guy on cue, his name was Escobar, although he has experienced one of the rarest feats in F3 I've learned, and that is a name change. Uh, and so his name was changed by dread to uh, Slicknut. And Slicknut, <laughs> uh, Slicknut is a staple in Memphis. He's a pharmacist, which is why he was called Escobar uh, after Pablo Escobar at first. 
um, but he, he, he started making this and I'm almost, I'm kind of feel like I'm giving him like some free publicity here. So hopefully he'll listen to this and uh, hook me up with some of his product, but he started making this, uh, this lubricant for lack of a better word for, for people who are doing athletic events like a, like a grow ruck or, you know, a tough mutter, something similar to like body glide. Uh, it's like a better body glide and he called it slip nut. And so, um, at grow ruck Chattanooga, we sent a, we sent some uh, Memphis packs to that and they convinced dread to change his name to slip nut, man. I got into it. That's a, I'm, I've fallen down a rabbit hole. Uh, but like <laughs> that was AOQ at the levee at the time, which was the AO I went to, uh, the guy that was supposed to queue that day was a no show. He fart sacked. Uh, and so slick uh, stepped up and, uh, and, and queued the workout. And it was, um, you know, for, for him to be pulling it completely, you know, out of his rear end, it was, it was a smoke fest, uh, that first, that first workout. So, um, I was definitely not prepared for the number of Merkins and bear crawls that he had us do, but that's what we did. That's what I remember the most about it. And the Merkins and the bear crawls, the Merkins and the bear crawls, and then finishing off with more burpees than I cared to do. And then me dry heaving in the corner. So <laughs> I did not splash, but I probably would have felt a lot better. Had I, had I splashed. But uh, I was dry heaving. I didn't know though, at the time that that's like a badge of honor, like splashing Merlot. That's an F3 badge of honor. And anyway, I try to tell you that now, but anyway. we should have, we should have a patch. We need a patch. I'm, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to put it out. I'm going to tag, uh, I don't know. I'm either a dread or Doa or somebody there. I'm going to, I'm going to tag them and say, we need, we need a splash Merlot patch. You splash yeah. Merlot, you get the patch. If you dry heave, we call it spritz Merlot. You get nothing. Spritzing. Yeah. Man, I was spritzing hard. Well, <laughs> the mistake that I made uh, that morning and I've not made it since was that, and I know everybody's different. I've talked to a few guys that don't hold this philosophy, but I figured that, man, I need to, I need to eat something before I go. And so I like crammed a granola bar down my throat. Um, and so I've never eaten uh, before uh, a workout since that time. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a huge mistake. And I almost, almost uh, called it back up uh, on that Golly. last burpees. Yeah. Dry heaving granola. That's terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't that sound delicious? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a, a new a new F3. It's an F and G name. We have to add it. Every time we come up with something like that here in Greensboro, we end up adding it to our, our uh, master master F and G naming list. But, yeah, it's a good call. Oh, that's awesome. Now, uh, why Captain Obvious? So I work for uh, Hilton Hotels. Hilton uh, has a corporate office here in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, I work on one of the brand teams. I work help manage the Home Two Suites brand. Uh, and so in the, during Namorama or when I was, you know, doing the, tell us a little bit about yourself portion so they could name me. Uh, and I shared that I worked with Hilton, uh, Slicknut said, Oh, aren't you guys the ones that have the captain obvious commercials? And I said, no, 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 no. that's, that's hotels.com. And he said, well, that doesn't matter. You're, you're captain. Obvious. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Um, but you know, knowing, knowing what I know now, it could have been much worse. It, it could have been obvious. Yeah, it could have been slick nut, right? Slick <laughs> nut. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, definitely, thanks for for sharing that and, and being vulnerable about your uh, your uh, granola dry heaving. Man, there's there's no shame in uh, in, in splashing Merlot. That's that's what we got to get out there. There you go. 
All right, so let's talk now life since F3. So we knew about your life before F3. We've talked about that first workout. So let's talk about life since F3. So where have you found your, your fitness since you've started with F3? Previously, previously on the Captain Obvious show, you know, you were talking about how you really kind of engaged in sports, but more than anything, it was a lot of that, the, the team grind philosophy or the team-based activities. So how have you found that F3 has kind of helped you? Um, that, that's kind of a second, a second F or a, a fellowship piece to it, right? But, um, but how has it helped you within, within the realm of your fitness? Yeah. Well, for me, I think it's, it's given me consistency, number one, uh, because, you know, this is kind of maybe bleeding over into the, the fellowship part, but the consistency, uh, the fact that I know that there's going to be a group of guys who are busting my chops if I don't show up, um, it, it drives me to get out of bed and, and beat the alarm clock, you know, you know, on mornings that I'm posting. So it's given me, you know, really given me consistency that's, that's allowed me then to, to build some really just core functional strength uh, that I'd lost, uh, and that it caused me to, you know, to, to start having some injuries from, from doing everyday chores like raking leaves. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely given me a, a really strong functional base. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's helped me challenge myself physically, uh, you know, in terms of toughness. I mean, through F3, I've, you know, taken the next step and, and as many of us do and gotten into rucking. And so I've done grow ruck and I've done a, uh, another ruck, uh, event through go ruck. Um, and so, um, you know, it's, it's pushed me to, to, to really challenge my body. Uh, and which is something I'm learning as, uh, as, as, you know, another year, uh, ticks by, uh, it gets a little more difficult and, you know, I'm not 21 anymore, even though I'm not really old. Um, but you know, it's helped me stay in, in a place where I can still go out and, you know, do things with my boys and, 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 you know, go for walks with my wife without, you know, paying the price of being sore, um, uh, you know, for days afterward, which wasn't always the case before. So for me, it's just been consistency and then helping to build that just core functional everyday strength that every man needs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We talk a lot about that, uh, that idea of, you know, if you needed to, in an emergency situation, right, pick up your kid, throw him over your shoulder and carry him for, you know, five miles or something, would you, would you be able to do it? Yeah. And, and, and I think that's kind of what you're, what you're talking about here is just kind of that everyday strength that you need just to be able to sort of push against the, uh, the natural flow of time. Um, we, we talk about it in Q, um, in Q source, right? Every day you're either getting marginally better or you're getting marginally worse. Yeah. Um, and so how, how are you going to play against that? Um, and it sounds like for you, the F3 is really, you know, as in your own words, it's given you that consistency and, and the accountability and that core strength, which is great. So let's talk about fellowship. Now, previously, when you were telling us kind of life before F3, um, you were mentioning that this was kind of, you know, one of the, the most impacted things for you because it re really was the the glue, the thing that kept you, um, drove you to, to be able to, to get out there and because you knew that those guys were going to be waiting for you or, you know, uh, or potentially busting your chops later if you didn't show up. Um, and that a lot of your interactions and relationships were more circumstantial in nature. So let's talk about the fellowship piece. How, how has your fellowship been impacted um, since coming to F3? 
you know, for me, it's been it's been a situation where, you know, as I mentioned before, I had, you know, I have very close friends that, that you know, that are part of our, our group, you know, at, at our church. And um, but now, you know, the last two years of F3 has allowed me to build that friendship base. And, you know, that's we talk about it in F3 a lot. And, and you know, it's a it's a common, you know, truth that as as men get older, they have fewer and fewer friends, just you know, natural circumstances in life and, and family and all that. So it's really given me an opportunity to cultivate some friendships that I would not have had, had I not chosen that first day uh, to get out of bed and, and, and go do something ridiculous at an ungodly hour of the morning. So uh, for me, it's given me just uh, both kind of breadth and depth in, in friendships you know, I'm, I've met guys across the city that I never would have met before that, uh, you know, if, if not for F3. And, you know, that's not to say that I'm best friends with everyone, but I've developed some really awesome friendships uh, with with some guys that uh, that help push me, that, that check in on me when I'm traveling, that, you know, do the types of things that you need, that men need and, and uh, you know, and, and a solid, um, you know, male friendship. Um, and so that's that's been, you know, I, I still have friends in other arenas of life. And, and I've tried to get some of those church friends and small group friends to join me at F3, but none of them have, have, have making the leap, made the leap yet. Um, but for me, that the, the glue has been, you know, that that group of guys that I've, you know, got to know these last two years that are are are, you know, struggling right along with me, not only in the workout, but with just with life in general, with marriage, with raising kids, with, with work, uh, with, with things that are going on in the city. So it's just a really cool avenue to, to find some, some like-minded, uh, men, uh, who you can come alongside and, and challenge and feel encouraged by, uh, and just, uh, you know, get better with. Yeah, absolutely. And now I'm curious too. So, um, have you found that through F3, the way in which you're interacting with, you know, kind of these guys across the city, across the city of Memphis, are you finding that the ways that you're interacting with them, being challenged by them and challenging them as well, have you found that that's also kind of bled into your, your other relationships that are, that are not F3 related? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it's given me, um, thinking how to, how to phrase this. It's, it's helped me be a little more intentional, be a little more, uh, aggressive is not the right word, but direct sometimes, because, you know, one of the things that when, when you, you know, when you ring your second bell and you, and you cue your first workout, one of the things you quickly have to learn is that, man, you're in charge. You have to take responsibility for the outcome of that workout. And so you can't come into it timid and shy. Uh, you've got to be a little directive, uh, and, and kind of take charge of that thing. Uh, I think you have to take another step with that when you take a responsibility in F3, whether you're uh, a first F, second F, third FQ, or you're an AOQ. So, you know, my time in, as an AOQ has, has kind of helped me strengthen, you know, some organizational and some some muscles in, in, uh, in my leadership, uh, um, just my leadership abilities um, that has then helped me be a little more proactive, a little more directive and at work and, and, and leadership roles that I've had in our church. 
uh, and teams that I coach, um, and, and even, you know, in a, in a positive way, hopefully with, you know, my most important role is, is leading my family. And, and hopefully that, you know, that has improved and my leadership there has improved because of, you know, kind of things that I've learned and ways that I've been stretched and grown through F3. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And definitely, uh, you know, I think many guys have, have uh, experienced a similar spirit, uh, similar circumstance or experience, right, of finding that through the fellowship, through the ways that you're interacting with other men, um, or even if nothing else, being um, challenged or interacting with other men um, gives you um, the opportunity to, um, and to steal a quote, be very, very much freed to lead mm-hmm. um, in, in other areas of your life. Yeah, well, it's awesome. Like when you see a, a guy lead and, and sometimes it's not even like a younger uh, pack. Sometimes it's, you know, a, a guy that's just never been in a leadership role. You know, you, you see him step up and lead a workout for the first time. And and just the, the, the magic that happens in that environment where it's a safe place uh, to fail uh, because he's got, you know, a group of men there who remember, you know, you know, very well their first time and how nervous they were and how, you know, they didn't realize how hard it would be to, to count cadence and breathe at the same time. You know, just all of those things that you learn when you, when you step up and take, uh, take charge of that first workout. Uh, it's so cool that, that, you know, we're, we're able to see growth in that and see, you know, people who are encouraged and who, you know, Hey man, we got your back. You're doing a great job or, or, you know, pull them in a, pulling them aside and, and giving them some constructive, you know, feedback after that, that first uh, workout that they lead. It's just a great way uh, to both develop, uh, develop men as leaders, and then also uh, just strengthen that bond of fellowship because you're, you're in a safe place. You're with guys who care about you, who want, you know, what's best for you and want to see you, uh, want to see you succeed. So that's, a, that's a cool thing and something that you can't get uh, in a lot of other places. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, uh, to, to round it out here, how did, how have you found that your, your faith has been, um, challenged or exercised, um, or grown through F3? I think for me, it's been, it's, it's just stretched me, you know, it's stretched, it, it's given me different perspective. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, even though we're in the Bible belt, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variances and, 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 the Memphis region. And, um, so it's given me a lot of perspective and it's helped me, you know, get connected with the guys who think a little differently than me, but, but still have a passion for something greater than themselves. And, and, and it's given me uh, an opportunity to get connected to, to people who are really passionate about the city. And, you know, I live kind of in the suburbs, uh, not kind of in the suburbs. I live in the suburbs. Uh, and so, you know, there are things going on in, in the inner city uh, of Memphis and, and some of the neighborhoods there uh, where some of our packs live that, you know, I would know nothing about were it not for, you know, them living there and, and living it every day and making us aware of, you know, problems that are going on or opportunities to serve. So it's, it's just, you know, really broadened my perspective, helped me have a, a healthier, I think, um, uh, perspective about my faith and, and not only, you know, my, my religious beliefs and, and my Christian faith, but also just the responsibilities that we have to serve in our community and, and take care of the people that, that are around us. 
Yeah, no, that's great. And, and I love your, your statement there, our responsibility to serve. Yep. Because uh, I, I think so many times we kind of, you know, forget that, that we do definitely um, have an obligation to lead, right? And, and part of that is um, stepping out and, and serving those around us. So that's great. Um, so definitely, Captain Obvious, thank you very much for, for sharing your, your F3 story here. I mean, uh, it's, it's incredible. And I, I love hearing guys' stories about that first workout and how F3 has, has pushed them and, and sharpened them and, and made them grow, um, yourself included, you know, through, through this whole experience. Um, as we close out here, do you have any closing thoughts for the packs that you'd like to share? Yeah, I would just say, um, you know, whether you're you're fairly new to this or or you're, you know, you maybe you've been in F3 for a while. I mean, don't don't forget that, you know, I, I think by nature men are wired to to need to do hard things. And so, um, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, showing up for that first time, that's, you know, that was the hardest thing you probably had done in a while. Not maybe you didn't know anybody. Uh, and so you've taken that step and you took that step and, and you check that off your list. Maybe you've, you know, you, the next step for you was, uh, queuing a workout. Um, and, and that was a hard thing. So I think naturally the more we do, the more comfortable we get. And so I, I would just, you know, what I encourage myself with, I'm not encouraged, but I challenge myself with, and I need to do more of is just to continue doing hard things. Um, because it, you know, in the end it's worth it and you grow and that's the only way you're going to grow uh, is to continue to put yourself in uncomfortable situations uh, and, and to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's a cliche that gets thrown, a lot, thrown around a lot, but it's one that I, I feel is so true uh, that we've got to, uh, you got to keep growing and in order to do that. You got to, you got to keep doing tough things and, and doing things that make you uncomfortable. That's great. Um, and, and I don't think it's uh it may be cliched, but I think it's still definitely valid. And that is, uh, you know, get get uh, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So if guys want to get in touch with you, what would be the best method for them to contact you? I'd say probably Twitter. So my uh, my Twitter handle is at one JP O N E J P one JP the number one or the the word one JP one JP. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Captain Obvious, thanks very much again for being on the podcast tonight. It's been a pleasure talking with you and, and getting to know you over this time. So thanks again. All right, Short Circuit. Thank you so much. It's been a blast. No problem. All right, guys. With that, we close out episode 31. So thanks again for listening. Stay sharp. We will see you in the gloom. I know that in my weakness, I am strong. But it's your love that brings me home. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the gloom.